Thanks for choosing this Coins Age Media podcast. Tell me this before we get going with this show. Are you into video blogs on YouTube? Well, if you are, Fatboy Rodders right here has got a vlog channel called Here's Rodders Vlogs. And that channel consists of a middle-aged, kind of a fat man trying to find a better life for himself. Offering as much inspiration and motivation as he can along the way. So if you're interested in that sort of thing, check out Here's Rodders Vlogs over on YouTube. And... uh, get subscribed and don't forget to turn that bell notification on right let's get going with this audio podcast hey legends welcome along to the hellmouth hotline i'm your host rodney stewart we're going to get on to the hammer collection once more with a little movie called prehistoric woman now uh i'm not going to get into any major detail on it now we'll leave that for the bulk of the episode but we're coming up very swiftly to the end of the hammer collection we've only got what one two three four five six seven seven more episodes after this here to finish half the hammer collection or the collection and the box set that I have and then after that we're getting into the classic TV series The Hammer House of Horror so we're going to be skipping between that and Buffy the Vampire Slayer for the incoming weeks so let's get into this episode and I hope you enjoy it I got very focus slightly sorry about that uh, if you're listening to the audio podcast that's probably the biggest pain that but for you to listen to is me talking about gosh my camera is out of focus that's a big big problem whereas you're sitting and you're listening to an audio podcast where you can't see me which is probably a good thing and you're like catch yourself on you big Irish agent so right uh, hammer horror time once again and this one's prehistoric woman from 1967 and it stars Martin Beswick, Michael Latimer, Carol White, Stephen Burkoff, and uh, of course Hammer Film Productions of Seven Arts. Uh, this film here, there's a lot going on in it. It's going to be hard to get really detailed for a couple of reasons. Now, first of all, there's a part of the film where it drops, you know there's a part of a movie, almost every movie, where you've got the old guy turns up, kind of like an Obi-Wan Kenobi figure, and he drops the knowledge, you sort of need to know, to know where we're going to go or what happened in the past in the films, and unfortunately, that this guy was watching on, on the box set, had a little bit of a not a script but almost like a little bump on it and I was just I kind of kept skipping and I, I, I lost about three minutes in the middle of the film but I got the general idea where we're going basically the quick synopsis that IMDb would, would give you Jungle Guide David Marchand is 
kidnapped by a tribe of natives who want to sacrifice him to their white rhino god. Just as he's about to be killed, however, he is thrown backwards in time to a kingdom of brunette women and their blonde slaves. David rejects the advances of Queen Carrie and sides with the blondes, which leads him to being imprisoned in the dungeon. Can David find some way of returning to his own time? And if he does, what will be awaiting him when he returns? Uh, just to give a little bit of credit in that there, that's off IMDb, just a quick first review. And it was written by John Mark Rocher. Uh, so, yes. Um, this movie, absolutely beautiful. It starts out, he's a guide. He's got some rich guy with him that's obviously paid to go out to, to hunt tigers. And uh, he's like, he's going to take the shot early. He's, the guide stops him, he says, don't do it, with you get a clear shot. Of course, this rich aristocratic tube decides that, you know, I'm going to take the shot I want to take, and he wings the tiger and it runs off. So he's sent off packing back to camp, and Merchant lead, disappears out in his own to try and finish this tiger off and not let it suffer. Uh, so off he goes, he gets captured with this one tribe that tries to kill him, he goes back in time as that little review just said and a lot of stuff happens in there and as I said there's there's a couple of minutes in the, the movie and I, I think it's a, you know, something that I really didn't need to hear but it didn't ruin the film for me in what way no way shape or form, the film is absolutely beautiful unlike some of the other movies that I've re reviewed in the series, the Hammer movies, where I, I normally like, you know, they're kind of like a slow burn, give them a bit of time to get get going. This one here, kind of, you know, it starts off, we're in the thick of things. Uh, he's tracking down this tiger, you know, there's, it's building quite a bit of suspense from just a few minutes into the movie, and it kind of keeps the the foot on the accelerator at a nice steady pace the entire way through the film. Um, yes, by the end of the movie, he does get back to his own time after uh, the two tribes that he meets. The one tribe wants to kill him, he gets transported back, and there's two more tribes blonde hair, brown hair, gets caught up among them. The matriarch matriarchal society uh, he discovers that the men that are there are locked up in, in prison. That's where he meets the Obi-Wan character. And uh, yes, he eventually uh, he falls in love with one of the blonde girls. And he eventually manages to get an uprising out of them, which starts a fight between the brown haired girls, the blonde haired girls, which breaks out into the other tribe. And you know, all over this rhino god figure that uh, you know everything is the way it is because of this white rhino the whole legend of it and uh, there's a part in there where it's like everything's going to stay like this until this is destroyed this white rhino god thing so uh, yes by the end of the movie that kind of happens he gets out of the whole situation he goes back home but he's missing the woman that he fell in love with
from the the blonde tribe and we finish off where he meets some new people that are coming in the camp and there's a girl with them that looks exactly like the blonde girl that he left behind in the the jungle now that could have been more detailed i don't think it was a very good review at all but there you go and there you have it again this movie here the set pieces in it are absolutely fantastic like you know obviously a lot of it is sets but it is absolutely unbelievable the amount of detail that they actually went into on the sets of this movie absolutely brilliant uh the part at the beginning where he's chasing hunting down the tiger it's there's a section where it is crawling up on him and it's up above and it's going to jump down on him that there is insanely well done I, I, I think just looking at it I believe it was a split screen where you know he was safe enough to do his part of the acting and then they kind of split the screen in half and then you had the tiger coming in for the kill but it is absolutely flawless between the two shots having said that there just could have been an insanely well trained tiger but anyway this movie is very very good and i really do recommend you checking it out this has been a production of coins age media thank you so much for listening